0: Welcome to the Flowcast. This is the podcast for information and inspiration on your journey to finding your flow. I thought it'd be kind of cool to go over the, like, what I do in the week leading up to a competition. Cool. And this one in particular has been a little bit different but what kind of it's looked like or what i like it to look like because that's cool. something that really dials in at least for me and i think there's a lot to be learned for anybody in like a different aspect of, of whatever sport uh, yeah. there's always that that um i i think it's super important to get that recovery in that really key recovery the the few days or weeks leading up to mm. whatever it is. Um, but I also wanted to know what's what's up with you because you you went camping last week and yep. you've been away. It feels like
1: it's it feels been two like, weeks. It's yeah. been a while, yeah.
0: Yeah, you've you yeah. haven't been here at least for work. And yep. people have been asking, like, does she still work here?
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm here, people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just had a bit of a bit of a life for a minute.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's cool. um,
1: a little check in then.
0: Yeah, a little check in. Don't have to make it as as formal or organized, structured as as it sometimes is.
1: Cool.
0: It's also I don't know. It's a good transition. Last week was pretty fun with Josh because...
1: Yeah, I haven't you know, listened yet. We, it, it looked goofy though on, the, <laughs> <laughs> on the, uh, Instagram.
0: Oh yeah, it was hilarious.
1: So. <laughs> I expect nothing less of you two.
0: Lots of laughing and lots of... Very hearted. but we got into good stuff. Um, yeah. Obviously, the, the breathwork seminar was yeah. last night and that seemed to have gone really well.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I attended it because I just wanted to learn and... Uh, yeah, we had a good turnout. I think there was eleven people that showed Sweet. up, and um, everyone got something out of it. He showed some really cool stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're gonna do it again at house, so highly recommend showing up. Whoever wants to, but uh, we learned like mobility for your diaphragm and like just the the breathing muscles in general. So like the psoas and then the T spine and just enough to like expand your. Um, Uh Breath capacity muscularly, which was super neat. I've never done anything like that before. Um, Like I've known like it's good to stretch out those things before you do deep breath work because then your capacity is larger. But I've never had like such specific things. And then we did like CO2 tolerance tests. And um, that's really neat because you can tell your stress levels based off of your CO2 tolerance. Um, So just how slow you exhale. And uh, so it's a really neat way to like check in with your body.
0: That's, that's one exercise I saw him posting like a image of it. And I don't understand exactly. Is that like you take like a full breath in and then it's how long you can possibly sustain your exhale? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't want to steal his thunder on it, but, um, he uses an app called state. Does that sound familiar? I think
0: that's what it's called. Yeah. It's the Brian McKenzie one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah. Um, yeah. And essentially, yeah, you take like three regular nasal breaths, and then you the fourth one you inhale really deep, and then you start a timer and you time how long you can slowly exhale. Hmm. And He was saying, um, 40 seconds and below is a sign of like a stressed body, oh. like someone who's kind of prone to sympathetic nervous system all the time, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting because 40 seconds is challenging for like. I think I was the only one who got over 40 seconds and just barely. I got 42. Yeah. Um, And then we did all these things and it actually like just mobility and different deep breathing techniques. And then we all improved by, I think the least amount of improvement was five seconds, which is huge. That
0: is huge. I think the most was
1: like 16 seconds, (laughs) which is crazy.
0: That's cool. So
1: it was really neat. Um, But he recommended that app because I guess it's, he has, as he said, it uh, was a, like a personal trainer for breathing, essentially, like it guides you through a lot of different things and helps you progress through having a deeper capacity
0: yeah from what i understand it it, uh it sort of evolves as your practice evolves like it it learns it learns as you work on things and gets more challenging so that you're kind of leveling up your breathing skills oh that's cool is what i understand i i haven't checked it out a whole lot yet that's why i didn't really know what this uh co2 tolerance test was because Mm. I've been doing the Wim Hof Method, so I just wanted to kind of focus on one thing at a time. Uh, But no, that's very cool. I just actually finished the final week of Wim Hof.
1: Yeah, tell me about that.
0: So yeah, uh, 10 weeks of this whole Wim Hof Method practice and finally reached the conclusion. And um, it's, it's still something I'm like processing everything about, but it was definitely interesting to do worthwhile i I talked to josh about this somewhat last week too but um there's there's kind of like a couple different aspects of the wim hof method that uh i think i don't know figuring out how i'd like to integrate it into like teaching something similar Mm -hmm. um to like or at least incorporating that breathing because it's so important for stress control and as we've done like the breath of fire before also for like energy management and, and firing yourself up. So that's kind of the two lines that the Wim Hof method follows as well is there's, there's breathing techniques for more of like the parasympathetic and relaxing. And then there's also the breathing techniques that, that fire you up more Mm -hmm. and are more rapid. And as I've told, I think I've mentioned that, um, it's like a, it's a w- workout and you yeah, start to insane. sweat from it sweaty. because they're really rapid breaths, but you're trying to retain oxygen at the same time. So it's not breathing out fully, but it's breathing really rapidly, like one breath a second, essentially. And so wow. that's uh, or, or even quicker, like it's it, it basically as fast as you can possibly go. And that really works your diaphragm as well. I think like mm-hmm. building this diaphragmatic capacity through these different breathing techniques is really good, um, and so yeah, there's there's the two different types, but w- like the Wim Hof methods, more than just the breathing aspect, there's also there's the there's obviously like the cold water exposure, mm-hmm. which is part of this whole um, just just everything that's involved in it. But it's not, and and then more so, like it's really about like a a, a mindset technique. Overall, so there's um, I th- I think uh, that comes with like a lot of practice. It's yeah. not something you even get after the ten weeks or whatever. Like the ten weeks, you learn the techniques, but then you've got to go and apply this basically for a lifetime to become you know like the Iceman, yeah. right? To really be able to tap into amazing things that he does it's Mm -hmm. it's like a long-term thing um in one of the one of the last few weeks though was pretty interesting because it it got into uh instead of just being like these these basic physiological functions it's more like spirituality and then creativity Mm -hmm. and uh the final week's like life adventure so it's uh yeah i like that so it it's um obviously like Wim's got a very dialed in life adventure for himself in a mission. And ultimately you're supposed to come out of doing the Wim Hof method course or at least take away, like a start to start to think about what your life mission is. Ooh. So I, I liked that a lot as yeah. the final, um, the, the final week. And it wasn't, it, it was a nice, uh, sort of ending to it all because it goes, it ebbs and flows with some pretty challenging weeks. Like I said, where, you know, with, with some of the endurance stuff, it's doing these, uh, these rapid, these rapid breaths, but then doing max push ups on a breath hold at the end. Ooh! So, so Kinda first, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's challenging, but it, it's, uh, I mean, you don't start there, right? You start no, with I learning know. the breathing. You learn about how much oxygen your body can retain. And then by the time you get to whatever week, like those endurance ones are, you're a little more capable of, of like actually doing it without right. passing out um, or anything like that and uh, and seeing how you can progress. So, you know, the first round is with on, an, on a breath hold on an inhale. So you've still got oxygen right. in the lungs. And then you know you reset, you do the next round with a, a breath hold on on an exhale, so no oxygen. In that's the lungs. challenging, and it is challenging, but you can see how quickly you can progress when um, it, it essentially is like I don't know. Learning that you're you're going to be okay, I think, is kind of part of this mind mindset. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what it is you're doing, you're going to be okay as long as you're in conscious control of what you're doing. Yeah. So that's where. Um, it's kind of funny. I didn't realize that the intention of the Wim Hof Fundamentals course was that you don't actually do a cold tub or like a, like a full, like body, um, submersion until week nine. I did them from week one cause I had access to it. Yeah, yours is easy. different. <laughs> You're supposed to lead up to it with progressively longer, like cold showers.
1: Oh, and okay. then
0: kind of the final round of cold showers would be up to three minutes without any, like, warm beforehand.
1: Okay.
0: <clears throat> and so you go straight into, like, cold water in the shower. And then the next week is where you would, like, prepare yourself to do, like, an actual cold tub. Right. But, you know, I did it. I did it. I progressed through, like, this whole thing in the cold tub, which is arguably more challenging. Like, your full, yeah. full body is, is uh, covered at once. And... Um, but you do... You do adapt to it. Like, the body adapts to it. And, like, I think part of it is the mind. so I, uh, I noticed that now getting into the cold water, I can kind of, even if I reach the point of shivering, I can breathe mm-hmm. and kind of switch the mindset around again and turn that off. And so I can get out of shivering and back into, like, a comfortable state.
1: It's crazy, hey? How, yeah. like... We think we're this prisoner to like our own visceral responses, but, uh, mindset's huge. Like I, I teach my clients some Kundalini breath work that I know and, and something I'm always saying to them, which is neat that Wim is on board with this. is just that like, you're okay, you're yeah. safe. You're not going to die from this breath hold. Like this is like, I'll always just coach them through that because mm-hmm. it's really neat to be able to hone in that mental control to be like, no, no. I got this. And then all of a sudden, sympathetic or parasympathetic nervous system's turned on and everything's peachy. Yeah. So I like to take that in life as someone who struggles with anxiety. And whenever I start to feel that, like, flighty feeling, I'm like, uh-uh, we're okay. And even if my body's shaking, my mind still feels calm and I'm able to, like, progress through it without repressing it. Mm-hmm. Just not letting those thoughts, like, tornado <laughs> around in my brain. Yeah. That's really neat. Do you think the the cold tank exposure that you had was an advantage or a disadvantage because people were progressing with showers
0: i think it's an advantage because it's uh it's just that much more um i don't know like intense or whatever Mm -hmm. uh and also well especially because now that we're in summer like you can't get a, a shower to be very cold
1: Fair enough.
0: Yeah. So if if it were winter time, um, it would still be extremely challenging to do it with with the shower because the water is very cold mm-hmm. and your body's sort of in this adapt state of adapted to more like wanting the warmth inside. Yeah. You know, I I it's it's like now we're adapted to the like the heat outside. We don't want it to be like super hot inside. You know, vice right. versa kind of thing. Um, so. I do think it was an advantage because it was just like that much more challenging. And when you're when you're kind of doing even like a, the one one of the early weeks is on on stress control and realizing once again, realizing you're OK. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the challenge is to stick your hand in um, like a bowl of ice water. OK. And realizing so it, it hurts a lot. Right. And that's yeah. stressful to the body. And that's what creates kind of this like stress in your mind. But the reason that Wim does this is the challenge for the week is uh, after about a minute or a minute to two minutes, depending on, like, your adaptability and, like, how used you are to it, the uh, all of the capillaries in the hand, like, start to relax again. They mm-hmm. realize, oh, you're okay. Like, this yeah. is under your control. Because, like, the first visceral response from the body when it gets exposed to cold water is everything, you know, clenches up. Yeah um vasoconstricts so that your core is protected yeah that's just an evolutionary response to cold water but then it switches the script and realize like oh we're in the cold but now we, to survive we actually need to function yeah. and so that's where everything relaxes again and then you get into the state where you can handle it because your body's going to start to ramp up the metabolism to keep you warm other way other ways than just like constricting everything because now you need to survive um but it's 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 weird it's kind of um it sounds counterintuitive because you you've got to keep your mind under control in that state Mm -hmm. and realize like yeah you are okay where everything like you said is is trying to respond like get me out of here right now kind of so um yeah that one's definitely challenging but I think it's even more so challenging, like in the full, like your oh, whole body sure. submerged. Because like most of the time, with any of like the, these cold water plunges that we've done in the past, whether it's down in the river in the winter time, yeah, you know, you keep your hands out because that's like the worst part. Yeah, uh, and and most people like keep their hands away from it. But it's if you actually you put, put see that your hands, people under,
1: walking into pools like this too, <laughs> with yeah. their hands up, and it's just like a natural response. Eh? Yeah, cause
0: yeah. Because it, it's it is the worst part. It doesn't feel good, no. but you can get through it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's cool. I like the the ice, like the hand, because then it's a really visual representation of like, no, I'm okay. Like this is not a big deal. It's just a small part of me, and yeah. like it's a yeah, it's a mini practice of that. Maybe yeah. a micro meditation we could call
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, something that I don't know, um, I I definitely like think about from time to time, but that comes back to me, is uh, actually I heard somebody else say it recently too they say that the cold water is the greatest meditation that you can possibly Mm -hmm. get. And it's the, it's kind of the same reason that I I think the same thing about the float tank. It's any of these, these extreme instances where all of your attention's on one thing. Mm -hmm. So in the float tank, it becomes like your breath because it's the only thing that you're, you're aware of. Everything else is turned down so much. It's either your breath or your heart, Mm -hmm. right? Depending on the person, but, uh you kind of only focus on that one thing and when it becomes this this cold plunge, it's also the same where Yeah, I guess um so. and you I think you especially have to focus on your breathing because that's how you like get through it.
1: You have to be wildly present for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the flow tank, it's kinda easier just to let your mind run and yeah, then you come back to it's it. It's a, a like, relaxing yeah. environment. But like when you're in that place where your body is like, I gotta go. Yeah. But your mind is like no you don't you have to really overpower your body with your mind yeah and that yeah that's a lot of presence that's really cool
0: it is and uh i mean it's definitely it's it's something that's easy and applicable for everybody really um but it also is what ties into my like fascination and passion with strongman Mm. for me you know any sport for any person but um this this needing to perform at this instance is uh, is what it's all about. Yeah and it's, fair enough. You know, it it's either it's either you're in the state of anxiety or and you can't perform or you learn to flip the script into flow state. And actually yeah. like it's it's still like a hyper vigilant state, but once again your brain Kind of turns off and says like, "Yeah, you can do this mm-hmm. and go do it," kind of thing.
1: I wonder if um, you'll notice your performance is different or easier mentally now that you've done all this stuff. Um,
0: so it's uh, like the uh, like, uh, it's a good question. Um,
1: yeah, because I know I know you've been, you're not. I'm not prepared is the wrong word, but you yeah. haven't prepared the same way that you usually do due to life, right? Like you, you're really busy with here, flow yeah. spa, and you're like, yeah, you got a lot going on that you're yeah. not used to, and it's kind of inhibited your gym time a little bit.
0: It certainly has, yeah. And
1: but now you've got all these mental tools. I wonder if that might compensate for.
0: I think it definitely could. Um, we'll see. I. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah, I guess we'll have to report back and see. But I, uh, my first instinct is like I don't think that anything's different in that aspect. I'm sure like there are things that I've improved upon with you know, uh, yeah, this mindset training and these different things. But it's um, like I've already felt like I've reached that state before in 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 training and preparing for competition. So even though now, for example, um, this last week's been like floating like the last few days consecutively, you know, trying to uh, get into that like deeply relaxed state and visualize Mm -hmm. the competition is something that I now have the luxury of of doing a little more intently. But in previous preparations, I would still sit down and meditate or even lay down because Mm -hmm. I would try to get into as clear a visualization state of what the competition is going to look like cool. and lying down helped because basically I, I've written about this. I, I wrote like a whole like a strongman training book mm-hmm. and like really focused on this like uh, last week before the competition. Cause I think it's critical, uh, especially in in like these strength sports where your body needs to be fully recovered. Like in other, in other sports, there's, there's, there's different ways to go about doing it and you kind of need to keep that uh, that skill sharp right mm-hmm. up to the, the the game day. But in in like, whether it's powerlifting, um, it's kind of like different for Olympic lifters because they're so technically precise that mm-hmm. they don't get like a lot of soreness or whatever. And it's not yeah. like nervous system recovery is still very important, um, but they need to keep that, that uh, precision with their mm-hmm. skill. But like powerlifting as well, um,
1: yeah, anything strength that you need a, like a super calm nervous system because that's where it comes from.
0: Yeah, it uh you it definitely helps. Yeah. Like to push through like to have everything you can possibly put into it on yeah. competition day, it definitely helps. So um that's where like the last week, all this like preparation stuff to me is critical. Um but in the past, you know, I would lay down and the reason that I would lay down is when you get that focused on trying to do like this, uh, like visu- visual motor control of like whatever it is you're trying to do, right? So you're imagining the practice that intens- intensely, like muscles start twitching, mm. right? Because they just wanna like fire, but you're just doing it in your mind.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: um, cool. And I find that happens like a lot. Like there's a lot of tension and stuff. And I notice it even more so in the float tank, but heart rate skyrockets. Like I get like yeah. I can get up my heart rate up to like one twenty beats a minute just lying on the floor. Good cardio. <laughs> imagining <laughs> that I'm gonna do like the event that's coming up.
1: Interesting. That's that's important though because that's we talked about that in our uh, breathwork course la- course seminar workshop last night. Um, like the importance of. of being able to just switch to like from parasympathetic to sympathetic to be like, "Okay, it's go time. Let's do this, um, for athletics, especially. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool that you can do that just through your mind. Yeah.
0: It's, I think it's taken like a lot of practice, but that's, uh, it's something like I like to sort of get awareness out there for, because yeah, it takes a lot of time. So you just got to start doing it. Mm -hmm. Like whether it's during your meditation session or you like set aside, Different time for visualization, like it's it's hugely valuable, uh, especially when you need that physical nervous system recovery. Yeah, in the last week, like that's where you can switch to keeping the practice sharp through your mind. Uh, hmm. And it's not it's not cool. like exclusive to these strength sports. Like this is stuff that's super cool, but um, like uh, Coach Bob Bowman, who is the Olympics U.S. Olympic swim coach, has. All of his athletes, including Michael Phelps, who's, you know, his pride and joy, uh, they do a lot of this visualization and with a stopwatch, they can get down to like milliseconds difference from their actual swim time just in their mind. Like they're visualizing each stroke and, you know, you hit the timer and look at it like it's that close.
1: That's really cool. And
0: I actually I've done that in the past and I, I do that as well with the stopwatch or the timer to uh, To visualize like how fast, for example, like a farmer's walk event is right. going to be, and I'm you know within a second or whatever hmm. of what my actual time will be in the competition.
1: That's really cool. Yeah, I
0: like uh, that. and uh and, and things like that, or vice versa. With with strongman, I talk about how sometimes it's for like sixty seconds. So I instead of doing the uh, instead of doing the stopwatch, I'll do a timer for sixty seconds or ninety seconds, and
1: just spend that time and,
0: and spend that time doing the reps that I I'm going to do in competition as well
1: that's so cool um
0: and then more often than not i'm pretty close to the mark on what like i'm actually gonna do Hmm. the day of
1: that's really neat
0: yeah um
1: it reminds me of just like in the spirituality world they call that manifesting like same thing yeah um same idea at least yeah you see it and then it becomes what it is Mm -hmm. um but not without action obviously you have to you know put that effort forth but uh it's neat. I guess if we're going to drop any sort of advice in this podcast that we're just kind of chatting around, is like you can do that in business, too. Like if you've got a big, you know, you could I don't know if you did this, but visualize what flow spa is going to look like and then make it happen. Um, visualize what your next endeavor is going to look like. If you have a, a meeting that you're nervous about, like just yeah. do it yeah. Do it before you do it, <laughs> if you will.
0: Yeah, um, it's definitely can be applied to anything. Yeah, uh, it becomes more tangible with with things like presentations where you can visualize like what the stage is going to look like, or if there's not a stage, I I definitely did some of that before the presentation I did for all the, the uh, hockey players at the hybrid uh, camp. And I'm doing another one on Tuesday coming up that I haven't done any like focus on that, but I've already done the same presentation, so it'll be okay. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, no, I've heard of business people, um, Heard, yeah, I forget exactly. <laughs> I've heard I've heard this anecdote of of visualizing things like this as well when mm-hmm. it comes to business because it's 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 something that you can apply for sure.
1: Yeah, uh, I had a friend actually, one of the most brilliant people I know, like passed all our classes in university perfectly, kind of mm-hmm. thing, like just so good at. And I asked her what her secret was. Like, what do you do? And she. Um, a little bit different but she says like after she studies she like has these lucid dreams of her studying so she'll picture herself in her dream and she can control it because she's brilliant um studying and going through the same thing so she's like it's like eight hours of studying like it's it's awesome and then it sinks into her long term memory real quick and she like pictures herself um writing the exam and doing very well on it and it really worked that's i'm not amazing. sure how i can give advice to lucid dream but
0: <laughs> i know that's uh
1: but she yeah her body was just on board with that kind of stuff yeah
0: that's which that's is amazing cool. yeah. no lucid dreaming is always something that fascinates me and i'm quite envious of people that seem to just get it um yeah i've i've uh yeah, always wanted to like reach that state. And there's you
1: can practice it. Like, you can. It is there, it. Yeah. we'll have
0: to do an episode to maybe like see how we can progress, but also to help people because there are definitely like tips. I know like just like uh, just like with the movie Inception, you know, you're supposed to create a totem that allows oh, yeah. you to identify if you're in a dream state so cool. or in real life. <laughs> so people often do like the you know in the in Inception, there's the, the 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 top that they spin or whatever. Yeah. People are um, recommended to do things like that. Uh, I forget some of the other ones, I think, is, like, find a mirror and look
1: in it. I've heard that, yeah.
0: Um, because, like, I don't know, your face won't look like your face. Or look at, like, a clock in the dream. Interesting. Um, I think, like, time... I, I forget what... There's weird things that happens with, like, clocks as well. So those are things that...
1: Spooky. I, but I don't. Yeah, I know. I don't know how <laughs> you, cool. like...
0: I guess the hard part is, like, you still need that that awareness to get to that point even. Yeah. And uh, it's challenging stuff, but uh, it's definitely cool stuff as well.
1: It is neat. Yeah. And apparently it helps people progress in life. So that's that's cool. It's not even just a cool party trick. Yeah. Personal party trick. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, The one thing, the one time that just from recall that actually seemed to be, like, the closest thing to, like, a lucid dream... um, Actually, keeping a dream journal, I think, is one of the other critical yeah. things. Yeah, so to pay attention any, to your dreams in the first place. Any time place. that you have a dream uh, of any sort, keep like a notepad by your bed. If you're really trying to like yeah. achieve this this lucid dreaming thing, keep a notepad by your bed and a pencil uh, or pen or whatever and write down immediately because yeah. if you don't write it down immediately, it's going to go away. And the, most, the, the closest I got was actually when I was – Um, testing out lion's mane mushroom
1: um
0: which is a nootropic you know it helps to activate um neurotrophic factor in the brain so Mm -hmm. it it creates a lot of stimulus for um connecting the the uh, the neurons together in new ways and like memory um formation and
1: retention i love mushrooms for that lion's mane's cool
0: Yeah. So a lot of fascinating stuff with, with lion's mane and, uh, I don't know. That's something that could maybe help check out. I know, um, I don't know. I'll have to maybe try another round of seeing if I can get back to doing yeah. that. Cause it, it was, it seemed to help like a lot with creativity as well.
1: Yeah. I think it just, it's kind of like nature's Adderall no? Like it just kind of <laughs> in a way it sharpens your, uh, sharpens your mind in general and I think brings a lot of clarity um, I've never get, heard it
0: described like that.
1: I've before, never described it, it like that before, <laughs> but it does. It, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, that. it's. I would say maybe not as powerful, but I think like I've taken it and I've noticed the effects are quite profound. Right, like mm-hmm. it's your body really really takes it if it needs it. Yeah. Um, there's actually a brand that's local to. I think he's in Lakefield, but the man who owns the Earth Food store on George Street. Okay. Um, he's got a brand called Purica, and like. I should be a sales rep for him because the amount of times that I've told people about it, um, he does just, yeah, like adaptogenic mushroom blends yeah. and you can get lion's mane. I got a lion's mane hot chocolate mix. Yeah. Fantastic. Super fun. Good <laughs> yeah. steady food. Um, but yeah, you can get all those, like you can get a blend, you can get cordyceps for energy, you can get reishi for whatever reishi does and like, <laughs> I think it's like
0: all those things. Relaxing, isn't it?
1: I believe reishi for relaxing. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that's neat though. You found the lion's mane like helped you with your dreaming is that what you're getting at? it
0: seemed to yeah um cool i yeah actually there's a there's an article that i wrote um i whenever that was i guess it could have been like two novembers ago it was a while ago but it, it's a uh, lion's mane mushroom for mindfulness i think is the cool. the article that i wrote and uh, check it out because it's or I'll, I'll link it in the show notes because yeah it uh it kind of breaks down what what I did and what I found with this like lion's mane experiment that was pretty cool
1: that's really neat um I want to loop back because I'm really curious and I wanted to ask you this before but uh Wim Hof life adventure yeah what's yours or what's your inspiration or like what um say more about that
0: yeah so uh, to to well at least at the the current state because you know it's to me life adventure is always evolving. Sure. Uh but definitely right now like it, it it's funny cuz I think you know he's sitting there with the the group that's in the video that he kind of goes through all these these things and I think everybody's kind of sitting there and pondering what their life adventure is and maybe not knowing and I'm I'm sure most of the people watching the like the Wim Hof Fundamentals course, don't really know. But for me, it came pretty instantly, which is like helping to, you know, spread this awareness of flow. Like it's, it's, uh, and, and, you know, flow and, and mindfulness meditation, um, they go hand in hand. So that's essentially, I like to, I like the word flow and that's, that's what it is, Mm -hmm. you know, essentially. So it's, uh, yeah, for now, and really? for the most part like i've realized how valuable that is like meditation and flow are just so critical to well-being being and finding meaning in life huge yeah and and just like tapping into like the most of your potential and so that's that's what it is
1: cool i like it you're now a flow evangelist not that you weren't before but, yeah. but i'll look for you on the street corners of young and dundas <laughs> find your flow
0: yeah well if if everything here goes south that's you know where i may be i might have to like you know write it when sharpie on a t-shirt or something
1: yeah that'll be good that'll be good we'll look for you i'll throw quarters at you or something i don't know all right or we'll avoid you i'm not sure Have you seen that guy at Young and Dundas? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the one that – He just like screams Jesus at you and then – Yeah. I don't know. I guess you are changed from that. Yeah. You could scream flow at people. (laughs) I could. (laughs) might penetrate some barrier. So, yeah, I just wanted to – I wanted to know yours because I was curious. Um, But, yeah, so now you've got – Strongman, your competition is on Saturday.
0: It's tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah. Today's Friday. <laughs> today's Friday. Wow. Yeah, it's so this soon. Week,
0: this, yeah. I know this week, uh, it's
1: flown by.
0: has flown by. Um, how do so, you
1: feel like mentally? Are you, um, like
0: I'm fine. Uh, as far as like performance goes, I know that's no issue. Cause for, for it's a familiar. couple of years now, people have, have been like, Oh, are you nervous? You know, before a competition it's no, like, mm-hmm. I, I know.
1: It's what you do. I, I know
0: the routine. It's what I do. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty dialed in on that. This one's different, though. And it kind of leads to, like, a different state of anxiety or nervousness because there's, there's like, a lot more involved in it uh, because I'm also hosting this competition and running yeah. it. And I, uh, I kind of feel weird about it, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, uh, this is the time where things get quiet for me. And I'm able to kind of like go inwards and just focus, um, continue to visualize, continue to replay in my mind, kind of just um, turn everything off and down. And now I'm Peterborough's strong man. (laughs) And it's like, it's weird. Yeah. Right? Because I was on the radio again last night. Yeah. Unexpectedly. Like I got a phone call on Facebook, which I didn't even, like I know it's it's a thing, thing, but it's a weird thing. (laughs) and. (laughs) it's like it's like I agree um, hello <laughs> and it's like you're calling me through facebook um,
1: was that like that was streamed onto the radio it was just that yeah, call
0: i didn't know it was a radio interview oh I
1: until feel like that's until the unethical. end
0: <laughs> until the end when uh when kurnsey Steve Kearns from the World, was like oh great i'm going to post this up around 6 so i kind of oh it gosh. was actually it wasn't bad, but I kind of stumbled through it more than I would have if I had been prepared that it was a radio interview. So I'm
1: gonna say that's fair. <laughs>
0: so I, I was, I would have, you know, I don't, I don't know, dialed it in, but I was laughing like I was talking to you or Josh, like just
1: that's you good know, though.
0: It is. But it's nice to
1: know Peter, Bros strong man, has a sense of humor, right?
0: I know, but it kind of to me felt like made it a bit of a farce or something, mm. and now I see like everybody's sharing like the there is also a newspaper article this week and everybody's sharing the newspaper article and it's like they're posting their friend it's like oh it's you right you're the strongest in peterborough and so it's become you've got
1: yeah big shoes to fill
0: uh Uh, it's it's not not your feet are big (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not like about filling these shoes like this to me this competition is is serious and legitimate Totally, and I don't want it to become like a farce for for the the organization. Mm.
1: Well, hopefully
0: uh, that's, this that's publicity just like, is yeah. Hopefully is, it's positive publicity. But yeah. I guess that's like that's where my nerves are, or that's what like I'm nervous about.
1: Yeah, I guess
0: probably because it's my first time running the competition.
1: For sure, and you're so going to have to be on and then off, right? Like conscious and then away from.
0: Well, that's fortunately why like Josh is gonna do the like the MCing. Good. Josh is gonna like take the reins and I've got um Jen. Uh I don't I I don't know if you know Jen Elder at I all. I do. Yeah. I so really Jen adore Jen Elder. Yes, Jen's gonna be the the um like scorekeeper. Cool. And Dan Groudon's gonna help with, with stuff. And my dad's gonna like Oh, the dream of, team. Yeah, so I've I've got the dream team that I'm throwing everything cool. at. I know I still need to um especially because we've got like new newer athletes mm-hmm. like there's some local guys which is totally fine um, but they've never done like a strongman competition yeah. before and in my like in my opinion although I've been wrong before with last year my friend Brian like showed up for the first time ever at this the qualifier and dominated um, we'll see he's he's got years of, of practice and experience you know kind of behind the scenes though so he it wasn't like he was totally new to it but i think this time around we've got some guys that are brand new brand new to strongman yeah um, which
1: is awesome though like that's a great
0: it is that's but, more publicity but this but, like i guess it's it's a double-edged sword because this is not in my opinion a competition that i'd like to see a new person get into because they uh, it's so much heavier than like what a normal strongman competition is. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. What, yeah. Why? Well, it's because like it's the... a
0: it's a qualifier for a national I competition. See. Like okay. this is this is like I don't know, like anything. It's kind of like a debate, I guess. But professional, most people say you got to get paid to be a professional. But okay. this is like as close to professional as it comes without okay. getting paid.
1: it's the big boys and we're bringing in some some brand new
0: yeah whereas like i'd rather i'd rather see if i'm like giving the advice to somebody new to strongman like Mm. you go to one of the more regional competitions like at a fair or whatever i see uh that's that's you're you're not gonna get totally like so like i said some people i'm sure are gonna impress me and and do really great and Mm -hmm. everything but um this isn't a competition where I can, like, adjust the weights to make it easier um, based on who comes in. Like, yep. this, there's sort of, like, they're, a guideline because, sad, right? yeah. because it's um, a qualifier for, like, a national competition, at least in my opinion. Like, I'm going to try to make it as much of a show as possible for, depending on who comes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I can't really adjust the weights. So, if somebody comes in and zeros every event or nearly every event, it discourages it's them.
1: discouraging, yeah. yeah.
0: it's hard to like find a, a passion for a sport if like nothing goes your, your way.
1: Or hopefully that creates a new goal for these people and, and it totally like, could. Oh, this is a serious sport. It, it okay. totally
0: could. I think it's like uh that it definitely requires a strong mindset. I was which say that's a mindset pe- thing. People that come into strong don't necessarily have a weak mindset, so yeah. So <laughs> yeah. uh it You're might so not bad. be as much of an issue, but um I've seen it happen before, I guess is my point. Like with other younger athletes that come in and yeah. and uh, and some people do get through it. So maybe I maybe that's my mission here is uh, the pep talk that like you know fires them up, but also okay. lets them know that this is something that they can continue to grow and improve upon. And uh, at least locally, like uh, I mean, I still try to travel to Kingston to train with my coach and the team, but um, I'd be totally happy to start building like a, a team here for. Any local athletes yeah. that want to start to get into this more, yeah, because I at least right now it's 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 pretty lonely. Like I'm the only person that actually does strongman.
1: Yeah, uh, and
0: and, and uh, it's nice to have training partners. You know, you push each other, you improve more. Totally. When it's this like super heavy stuff, you're not the only one that's got to unload all the weights, <laughs> which is a big deal sometimes. For sure, especially like right now. You know, the like my my time and. My my stress levels are pretty limited, so it's exhausting. To, yeah, if to put all the all doing the weights like, away. Hit
1: cardio with Atlas stones and <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. running around with them.
0: Yeah, it's like the worst part.
1: Oh, I believe that <laughs> putting all it's, the weights away. Yeah, does uh you're doing this at Hybrid, right? Yes. Yeah. Do they have the equipment already, or do, are you bringing?
0: No, that's okay. another that's another different thing. Like I'm loading all the equipment tonight and in the morning.
1: In your vehicle? Uh, Not in the the ground. I'm
0: gonna borrow my. I'm gonna borrow my uncle's truck. Okay. (laughs) See your
1: car, like. (laughs) Oh my god. Nose up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Man, I actually. uh, I I once did that, picking up a bunch of like I I've got a bunch of weights and stuff in the backyard that I do a lot of my training for. I, I once did that from Toronto. Like I picked up a oh bunch of bump, like a whole set of bumper plates, like 300 plus pounds of bumper plates, plus like a, a rack that oh had to be gosh. assembled. You and ran out
1: of gas halfway through? like.
0: No, I made it. I good. made it. But uh, it was like I was going it, it was hard to like get up to speed. On I believe it. <laughs> and like the guy that lo- helped me like load all these weights was like you should put some of those in the back seat and not put it all in the trunk. Like your car is not meant to have this all in mm-hmm. the trunk.
1: You need like a, a passenger.
0: Oh, and I had a, I had a, you know, <laughs> a standard barbell, which is uh what? Seven feet right up in between the, like oh in between like the gear shifter and stuff. Cause uh, it, it had to go straight through. Um, it was interesting.
1: That's fun. What an adventure.
0: Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. That's good. But it's still strange. Cause like, i have to like load all these weights and stuff which mm-hmm. is tiring yeah. like the sandbag weighs 300 pounds and i'm the yeah. only person that can pick it up i, gonna
1: say, I can't help you, yeah, no, you like, <laughs> i it's... can i can take maybe 100 pounds <laughs> off that for you but...
0: and it's it's awkward like so i've got to do all the like um weight loading and unloading and i know my like it's interesting i'll, I'll gain some respect for what my coach does because he often competes and and does all this stuff yeah. by himself, so I get to learn, like, something new.
1: Yeah, well, and that's uh, maybe the beginnings of your Peterborough Strongman coaching career. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, it's well, a weird we've, initiation, definitely, but...
0: we've definitely gotten, like, a lot more exposure than I thought. That's awesome. Basically, because uh, my mom's like, you should me- you should email, like, the newspaper and let them know. And then, you know, a few hours later, I got the call, and they wanted to come, and we did that photo shoot with the circus Sweet. dumbbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... And it's become a thing now. That's awesome. Uh,
1: so, are you expecting? Like, what's the turnout tomorrow? As far as
0: think? competitors go, like, uh, still hard to get people to confirm for such a heavy event. But I think we're up to like five. So I started cool. with started with three just at the start of the week. I've got like two more now that cool. th- that are pretty sure they're coming. Actually, at least one more that's confirmed, and then awesome. a few more that seem to be pretty interested. There's always the chance that some of these guys that I've messaged from around Ontario and, and eastern Canada really that may come in still gonna drop in, um, right? Yeah, like they were on the fence, you know, injuries are a real issue. Uh, like busyness because it, it was it was honestly like it was hard to I, I can definitely appreciate like the, the busyness thing because this was not my best like competition prep. Yeah. It was just I didn't have the energy yeah fair like it's hard when you come from uh especially like the end of the day is pretty much out of the question i I did train at the end of the day sometimes but like working 12 to 14 hours Mm -hmm. a day
1: seven days a week my
0: my nervous system just never felt ready to to lift the weights that are needed for the competition um it was it was really hard but it was something that I was still like trying, and you know, once once it got into I guess like this last month, it was like, oh, I better like start to improve a little bit, <laughs> and I I managed to like eke out a little bit more than I <laughs> I originally thought I could. So That's I feel good. like I feel like I'll be able to do everything. Like I don't, I won't good. be like disappointed. I don't think um, it'll be different than what I'm usually mm-hmm. I guess able to do. Uh, And and that's kind of – I guess that's why I'm a little bit anxious, I guess, because now there's all these people watching. And I'm not at, I guess, like my prime or whatever.
1: Well, it it depends on how you look at that, right? Like your life is totally different now. Now you're like a big businessman and (laughs) and (laughs) you're all grown up, RJ. (laughs) And uh, that's a really – that's a big thing. So Mm. in one way, you're like better than you've ever been because you've got this like really – direct mission to go towards but then in another way like it does take a toll on your physical body yeah like athletes who are like you know paid to do what they do um have time for two hour naps every day and 10 hour sleeps every night and like that's just not that's not your life anymore no so
0: fortunately like i do have the chance to float though yes and that's like huge that, that is huge that's that's why I that's part of the selfish reason of building this business. Like there's there's much more of the, you know, that deeper mission at hand with, uh, with with flow and with mindfulness and meditation, and mm. even just the pain relief and stuff, which has been such a great and rewarding thing to see. But there's also like this opportunity that I have to use the cold tubs almost daily and you know float regularly when i do have the time that's kind of been the hardest part too now that i'm trying that in the last month trying to train as much as possible to get ready uh hasn't i haven't floated as much as maybe i would have liked to but i've really tried to this last week because Mm -hmm. i want to be able to say like yeah this helped me in some ways even though my prep wasn't as great as it could have been my recovery was as great as it could have been kind of sure um And actually, you know, the other thing is still it's uh, yeah, it's still something I want to do with uh, with competing and just getting into that. I'm sure tomorrow, like when I'm sure we'll have to revisit a little bit next week and stuff and and talk about how it went and like the mindset change, because I get to this point and I've recognized it. you know, competing for eight years now, Mm -hmm. you get to this point after the after the winter where you forget what you're chasing after um, because there's this long stretch where we don't compete because right. most of the competitions are outdoors and so it's it's not as easy or it's not as as uh, deep a flow state in training, even if it is yeah. like when you're like with your training crew and you're like trying to beat each other and everything, it's different from like in the competition yeah. And then you yeah. come you come out of the... This is the whole reason, like, I love Strongman, and that's why I see people, like, get into the sport so much. You get out the other side, and it's like, when's the next competition? Yes. And now you're ready. Now, yeah, it's, it just takes doing that first competition. And, like, usually I didn't have the chance to. Usually I would do, like, a less um, serious competition as the first one of the year because you kind of, yeah, you, like, you know, you dust dust off the the gear and you kind of like get warmed up and your mindset shifts into that again for the year and it's uh and then you're like firing on full cylinders like reinvigorating this passion which uh you know that's that's how it is with anything like Mm -hmm. there are ups and downs and like that's how you kind of get back into it uh you just gotta stick through it right yeah but there's a actually one of our one of our you know friends of flow spa and and customers and um sent me this this great quote that i kind of i'd seen before but forgotten about that i think now is a good time to share Mm -hmm. um just because it goes into this whole thing but it's it's from it's from socrates and uh when i saw this like it fired me up again and i was like oh yeah that's that's why um So I'm sure, I feel like a lot of people are probably familiar with this one, but uh, so it goes, no citizen has a right to be uh, an amateur in the matters of physical training. What a disgrace it is for a man to grow old without ever seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable.
1: Mm, That's my training philosophy in a nutshell. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So it's nearly perfect. Like, obviously, as like, you know, an ancient philosopher, he wrote like as a man, but it really applies to person. any person. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's uh, cool.
1: That's one of my favorite things about being a personal trainer is that I get to show people how strong they are. Yeah. And like then you can see their fire lit. They're like, oh, I like the gym now because they've got something to chase. Exactly mm-hmm. like you're saying. Yeah. So it's neat. It's it's an honor to be that bridge for people. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's neat that that brought something up in you just with words. Eh? Yeah. It's powerful.
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, – words Words definitely have a lot of power behind them. and uh...
1: Yeah, I think this is – it's interesting, just kind of – I'm just taking in what you're saying. And this competition, as much as it's entirely familiar, like this is – will this be like your ninth big competition if you've done it for eight years? Yeah. You... Um... um i guess logistics don't necessarily matter but uh, what i mean is like you've done this before and you know what you're doing and the movements are familiar in your body but everything outside of it is totally different right like you're you're running the event that's new yeah that's big um you're now like locally recognized as something and someone and that's (laughs) really big too because you just people know who you are and
0: starting it's to at least totally yeah
1: um and yeah it'll be interesting to see how all that plays in because essentially you're you're a different person right you're doing the same thing
0: yeah i guess so that's true it's so. uh yeah i think that's part of the reason why it's uh it's something to like stick with and stick through because um i mean it's not the first time but now um
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so uh, something that like came to mind this this week kind of reflecting or like looking forward with it it's not it's not the first time i've seen it but i i really remembered that um part of I, I guess part of the strongman thing that I really like and part of um, I guess I don't know the identity of it is it's become something more than just me. Cool. Um, it, it started to mean stuff for more than more people than just me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I guess leads to a different level of stress, too. Right. Because now you kind of feel accountable to more than just yourself. But. I think it's uh, maybe not looking at it from that egotistical perspective, but it's uh, it's like it's like Josh doing the the twenty four hour sensory deprivation race for charity. Yeah, I mean, coming up in in a few weeks, something that always like reinvigorates this whole drive as well is um, with with the team we do the fire truck pull for epilepsy yeah, yeah. In, in Kingston. And we're dressing as like superheroes this year, so I get to be the Incredible Hulk. Nice. And uh, I mean, every year we dress up in these silly costumes. So you know, we were ballerinas, yeah. and then we were minions last year.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and and that's you know for a charity cause, and it, it brings like it, it brings this different like aspect to the sport and to like the whole meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Um and and it kind of feels like there's something locally like happening now with that too.
1: I think you're building a community like as much as you see it as a stress because it's not just you. I think that's you could see it as support, right? It's encouragement, yeah. it's a community, it's a group of people who are like-minded and that there's a lot of power behind that. Yeah. So, it's just I maybe you feel the stress because technically you're the leader of that now. Like you've got Yeah, your role is a bit different than just being a part of something. It's like to inspire something and encourage people to to be something. And and you now get to share that like internal excitement and fire. Yeah, you get to spread that to people. And like it's almost a duty at this point because you're running this show. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. That's like you are no longer the student. If you will. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's part of your stress, too. But I think that's an honor. I would say. it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. See that as positive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll see that, you know, a grow with animal flow in you too in the, in yeah. the, in the coming time.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. Um, yeah. I can, I can take that talking stick if you want. Uh. <laughs>
0: well, I don't know if you, uh, do you have, how much more time do you have today?
1: Um,
0: it's, Five after nine.
1: We're good. How much more do you guys want to listen to us (laughs) is the better question. (laughs) All day long. All day. Good job, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, because that's Um,
0: uh, something that, well, with the animal flow, you've been, you know, working on and and mm. getting close to approaching, like, the certification level, I believe, because it's been, you know, I think you require 30 days of practice.
1: Yeah, I'm now able to submit my video so it's just a matter of filming it which is really exciting yeah um yeah this is my like next little baby and i think as a trainer and well no as a person who wants to be an entrepreneur in general we Mm -hmm. always have these little like goals that just another project to work on and animal flow is my next one for sure and um i'm really excited i'm really passionate about like what it can do for um athletes in general um not sure about how it helps strongmen, but just because i don't know that your joints want to be super
0: well dane mobile, seems to you know
1: what that's true and, that's true and
0: dane mm. seems to um, definitely
1: yeah he does agree lots of that. animal flow so yeah. um it, it is a really good way to get in tune with your body and connected to the way it moves and mm-hmm. so i could see that being definitely beneficial for um strongman for sure and just like being confident in your stability which yeah. is huge for like snatches and stuff. Right. Yeah. You need to be stable for that. So yeah, we're, we're coming up on, uh, we're, I'm going to be launching some, um, I'm going to call it a boot camp. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's the right word. It's going to be like a really active workshop if you will, um, at house fitness. Um, we'll be doing, um, uh, six week duration twice a week okay. and basically it's going to give you a toolbox of, of, animal flow so that you can learn the basics, you learn all the movements, you learn all the drills, you learn all the form specific stretches, you learn the science behind it um while getting a really intense workout um throughout these 6 weeks and then it's something that you can inter or use within your workouts and kind of um help whatever your major sport is, you can help hmm. support it with animal flow. Um so I'm hoping to get two boot camps running. It just depends on attendance and I'm I'm just getting the feelers out there yeah. for it. But uh, it's looking like we're going to be running one at noon. Um, so 12 until 1, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then um, in the evening. So I'm expecting nice. a bit of a smaller group at lunchtime, but there is a lot of group interest already there. So um, that's really exciting. And then I've heard many people want it in the evening. So. Perfect. Yeah, and I've got that availability right now, which is really convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's a mindset Change I've had to <laughs> make. But I had my 6 p.m. client Tuesdays, then Thursdays has recently um uh, what happened to that one? I think it was just a financial thing. Like I I just I lost a client that way and I yeah. was looking at it as like, oh no, like job stability is going down. But it really it's just a window to be able to put Um, animal flow into and that's really exciting because that's a prime time that people are available Mm -hmm. so yeah so that's what's going on with uh, animal flow right now and that's i'm going to be launching that i'm hoping the 15th of july which is a monday so the 16th of july so it's just a matter of getting some um getting people doing it and just in case anyone listening is excited about it it'll be um it works out to 18 dollars per session so Mm -hmm. that's i um, going to be a third of what you'd pay for a personal training session with me, but you're getting all the value of having a personal training session because it will be a small group. Yeah. Um, so that's really, you're getting a lot for, um, <clears throat> for the money that you're putting out. So it's a really good investment. Um, and yeah, so that's how it's going to be going down. It's going to be exclusive to house right now. Cool. Um, just to kind of get it started and yeah. then, and then we'll see kind of where that goes and if we need a bigger space and we get bigger group interests, but, uh, yeah, if you're into fighting, if you're into any sort of agility sport, if you're into Olympic lifting, um, stuff like that, or just body weight movement, you're finding yoga is not giving you exactly what you're looking for, or you're not into yoga, but you like the ideas behind it. Like it's another really good, um, alternative to jump into.
0: Yeah, totally. And, And and just to punch the point home, yeah. you're the only certified animal yeah. flow
1: instructor Fair in enough. Peterborough. Yeah, you will only find me at house, and there's only room for a total of probably 12 of you. Yeah. So I guess that's exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is exciting. Yeah. I'll own that. That's, um, that's great. Yeah, I'm really pumped about it. So that's, yeah, that's coming up.
0: Cool. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that for sure.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: We'll see what happens with with this competition and everything if i'm going to dive into that now or maybe wait till the off season comes around again but um no it's definitely I, i'm looking forward to seeing it yeah. it grow and take off because i'm i'm confident that it will it's super super cool yeah. uh i think a lot of people are, are getting into more of that type of of physicality and fitness and totally
1: there's a huge wave of primal movement and it's and fun it's so much fun like yeah, that and is challenging exactly yeah. that's what like actually we were talking about this in the workshop last night like josh had us introduce ourselves as what we do in the gym and like I hear so many people, my partner included, just saying like, I don't like the gym because it's boring mm. and I don't like repetitive movements. And I'm like, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> like if you've watched me work out in the gym before, you'll see that like all I do is play. Like I, yeah. I like to throw kettlebells around in different sequences and I <clears throat> monkeying around on the floor. I don't think I said that right. Monke- <laughs> monkeying around on the floor and my in my animal flow and um, basically just like subtly training to become a ninja in life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's what I love about it. Yeah, it's super playful, but uh, everyone that I've taught it to thus far has been really, they're like, that is deceivingly challenging. Like, I, yeah. I taught the the teamers, the boot camp that um, we run at House, it's ceasing in July 1st, but... Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, they I I gave them a, a little trial run in Animal Float this past Wednesday, which was my last time instructing the boot camp, oh. and they were like, "That was the hardest thing we've ever done." And these are people who are doing like hit workouts yeah. five times a week, yeah. um, but it's challenging because it's just it's it's movements that your body's never done before Mm -hmm. in traditional fitness. Like it's not a compound movement. It's, I mean, it is, but it's not your like deadlift, your bench and your uh, squat. It's the mechanics are totally different. And the, the muscles that are your strong muscles in animal flow are like your adductors, which is challenging for a lot of people, your inner thighs for people who don't know. (laughs) Um, and like your rotator cuffs and stuff like that, that you like, it's really beneficial to strengthen. Yeah. But, uh, no one's really doing it. So, mm. and your obliques, oh my gosh, like they, they carry you through most of the flows. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of muscles that are going to support you in your practice. Otherwise that you cool. wouldn't be getting just from doing like basic lifting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So
0: cool. Well, things are starting to fire up here at flow. Spa, flow Spa's so I think, opening. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Sure. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, we will, um, catch back up next week and talk more about what happened with this competition this weekend yeah. and and um yeah whatever the topic is we'll probably touch more on animal flow in the next few weeks as it's coming for sure. it's coming up very soon and i want to make sure that everybody gets Thank as you. much awareness for that as possible yeah, too. i appreciate
1: that Yeah, no cool. well good luck rj Thank and uh, we will we'll hear about it soon yep you bet cool
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you like listening to the Flowcast, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your other favorite podcast platform. Also, be sure to leave us a review and a five-star rating as this helps more people interested in the topics find us. Send us your questions through email or social media through the FlowSpa accounts. You can find us at FlowSpaON on social media or FlowSpa.ca if you want to send us any questions for our Q&A episodes. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you again soon.